This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're man or black. Say it with your chest. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. So if you got something on your mind, let it out. Hello, who's this? Hello? It's somebody you're doing breathing. It's uh, Tim Ryan. It's my guy, Tim Ryan. It's Congressman Tim Ryan. Hello? This is Morato. Oh, shoot. Morato. Damn delayed response. That's a very original name. I've never heard that before. Where you calling from? Uh, I'm calling from Angola, Africa. Africa, all right. Africa! Wow, all right. The motherland, what's happening? Get it off your chest. Good morning. All right. Good morning, DJ Angie. Good morning, Charlamagne the God. What's up, King? Good How are you? Good morning, Angela. Yeah. Good morning. Nice. Yeah, yeah, it's, a, it's a very long distance call. I might spend here $100 just to make this call. Well, I just want to. I just want to say that this 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 show is amazing. Um, you guys are doing an incredible job, and I listen to you every day in my Apple podcast. And I don't even know if the program was live. I just called. Okay. To some positivity. Yeah. We, what you guys are doing and keep inspiring us all. What time is it in Africa right now in Angola? What time is it? It's eleven sixteen. Eleven sixteen. Okay. P.M. or A.M. A.M. Okay. All right. Good to talk to you, brother. Hello, who's this? Uh, this is Tavares. Hey, Tavares. Get it off your chest. Hey, I, I, I got a little issue with, with Charlemagne. I'm not sure if you're part of the group either, but this whole black man don't cheat. <laughs> yes, know, sir. I'm not coming up, I'm not coming up against the brothers or trying to sell <laughs> secrets and all that. So I ain't with That's that, exactly but. what you're doing. I can smell it on your breath already this morning. Well, smell my breath when I give you this. I'm the, <laughs> I'm the, whole, I'm the whole reason. My, my, my father cheated on his wife. My dad did too, sir. Okay, I'm here on the on, on account of that. You know what I'm saying? And oh, you a love child. Of, huh? Go ahead. There, there was no love involved in that. You know what I'm saying? Okay. That was lust. That's called lust. That's a difference. That, that's what I'm saying. In our community, He's hurt. there's a lot of kids, there's a lot of kids rejected because of this lust demon. And this, and this whole false narrative of black men don't cheat. Listen, I, I don't know if it's comical. You know what I'm saying? But... I, I get the comedy in it, but... Um, There's no comedy in it, Let me tell you something, sir. Black men don't cheat. I don't know what grown-ass black little boys do, but black men, we don't cheat. Well, you know what I'm saying? Because I, I know I, I know that your father caused oh, your... That's, your, what, you're your, that's I, what you're saying. Yes. I, I get Okay, I get it now. That's what you... Okay, I I, I, I was just unaware of your the, 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 the comedy side of it. You know what I'm saying? There's I, no I get comedy what you're saying Ain't now. no comedy. This is not a laughing matter. You still speak to your dad, bro? A, a real man, a real man does not cheat is what you're saying. Yes, Black sir. men don't cheat. Now, let me That's ask right. you a question, sir. Do you still speak to your dad? Yeah, I love my father. Okay, did you get out all the, all the situation and problems and everything off your chest with him? With, with, with the help of God, yes. Okay, good. Let yes. me ask you a question. Did your father, your father, uh, your, your his wife or whoever he cheated on, how did you coming into this world devastate her? What happened, she embraced, she embraced me. That's why I love her to this day. She embraced me, and and that's why I I outreach the kids that that are rejected, and have that same spirit upon them that when they feel when they go out in the world and they don't have a father, they don't have a mother, these 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 crimes that are being committed, these things that are being committed in our community, it, it, there's a deep rooted thing that we have to dig up and 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 really look at people, and that's what's going on in in our in our community right now. It's, it's rejection. Well, you're right. We're not rejecting you, brother. We love you. Thank we you for love calling, you. brother. And remember, hey, I love y'all too. I love y'all too. I appreciate y'all. And remember, black men don't cheat. Hello, who's this? Yeah, this is Tory calling out of Pittsburgh. Hey, Tory, what's up, man? Get it off your chest. What's up, Tory? 
uh, wanted to get off my chest. I uh, originally wanted to talk about DJ Envy and Charlemagne always talking about butt, two 40-year-old men talking about butt, but more importantly... Um, <laughs> you don't have a butt, sir? Ass. What's more important than that? Yeah, what's more important than butt? You don't have a butt, sir? More, what's more important is Goose Creek, uh, South Carolina. 843, what's happening? No, nah, I'm not from there, but my daughter lives there. <laughs> relax. He what? <laughs> he said relax. <laughs> My daughter's right next door in Alwyndale, South Carolina, um, right down the street from Mount Pleasant. Um, they're doing the same thing in Alwyndale as they're doing here in Pittsburgh. They're taking all of our real estate from us. You know, we grew up in the neighborhood. The city real estate is hot right now, and not enough blacks are buying. They're buying it up from us and moving us out to the far ends of the city. Mm -hmm. And me, myself, I'm in, I'm in real estate. My brother's in real estate. Airbnb Dave is his Instagram. Uh, built for builds is his YouTube. But DJ Envy, we need your help, bro. Why are you not buying land? Yeah, that, yeah, that, that's the thing. Buy land, buy property. DJ Envy, we need you, bro. Um, <laughs> we're definitely going. We need you, man. Um, Bring your butt. You can help us. If you can help us, we'll drive. We'll come to a seminar. Tell us what to do, we'll be there. Okay. I mean, it's just a matter of, of educating the people around you and teaching them how, making sure their credit is good, making sure they can get the conventional lending and all that other stuff. All right, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Hello? Hey, it's Carlos. Hey, Carlos. Get it off your chest, bro. Man, what I want to say is that I, I, I'm a, a landscaper for a company, and uh, I was letting this girl cross the street with her baby, and one of the uh, UPS drivers verbally assaulted me, man, called me a n***, called me all up my name, and I reported it to a lady named Jen, which is the supervisor. Four weeks later, they did nothing about it. What did you say to him when he called you a n***? What's wrong with your lips? What's wrong with my lips? They ain't big as yours, Julian Charlemagne the Frog. Why you ain't call? Why you ain't? Why you ain't look? Why you when he call you a nigga? Why you ain't say shut your crack ass, crack ass up? I, I can't be stupid like that, man. We gotta live better than that. I try to talk to him like a man. Why? He don't look at you as a man. He actually looks at you as three fifths of a human being. Well, that's the way maybe you look at it like that. I went to a supervisor, tried to get him fired. Well, that was good, too. But because one person acts stupid, not everybody in the world can't act stupid. That's how people get shot for no reason. You right. What if he had a pistol in his car? And I guess he a shot because I'm running up the car because I'm like, oh, and he called me a nigga. No, you, you yeah, can't. Yeah, I, like ain't tell you, I ain't tell you to run up to his car, but when he scream, call you a nigga, you say shut your crack ass, crack ass up. <laughs> that ain't, I ain't tell you to run up to his car. I ain't say all that. You but silly, they... Mr. Solomon the Frog. You being silly, so stop that. All right. All right, man. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. I'm being silly, I guess. Hey, hey, what's up? What's up, man? Get it off what's your up? chest. What's up? What's good, man? DJ NB, what they do? Charlemagne the God, Angela Yee. What's up? What up, King? Y'all, man. What's, what's up, good? bro? I'm good. Calling what's up with Miami, you? Florida, man. From the heart, man. I'm calling from the heart of the city. The heart. Oh, city. heart. Okay. What's up, man? Get it off your chest, man. Uh, man, I just want to uh, want say want say one thing about the um, Jay Z situation, man. I'm so tired of everybody talking about it, man. At the end of the day, man, he's a businessman, and you know he got a family to feed. You know what I mean? So if I was in that position, man, I'd do the same thing. I understand, you know, the situation with Colin Kaepernick. You know, Colin, but um, you know, Colin. Colin <laughs> yeah, Colin Kaepernick, he, he he put himself in that situation, you know what I mean? The, the NFL didn't kick him out, 
You know, he just he just didn't want to do things what they, you know, want. I understand, you know, but as as black people, man, we got to stand up. We we as an individual person, we got to stand up for ourselves before anybody else do, you know? So, hey, here's the thing. Can I ask you a question? Why do we project our feelings onto other people? Like, why do we assume that Jay-Z just wants to get the bag? As you said, he just wants to feed his family. Yeah, I, mean, I think he'll feed his family okay <laughs> exactly. with or without this well, deal. Yeah, yeah, he will, but may, may, maybe this move is just to help, help you know, the, the, the black, you know, players and everything in the NFL, you know? Exactly. It's a whole different situation, you know? Exactly. It's just about the money, you know? Just even with Kanye. You know, I'm a Kanye fan, man. I love Kanye, you know. I think he just wanna do politics with, with um with the president, you know, it is what it is, man. And I just feel like it, it don't matter what president get in there, it's just as 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 an individual person, you just gotta do what you gotta do in this world. You know, to, to, to as a black person, do what you gotta do, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. All right, man. Yeah, yeah. I do what I want, sure. All right, bro. All right, man. Yo, sure. yeah. All right you have a great yeah. day. Hello, who's this? Hi, it's Elizabeth. Hey, Elizabeth, get it off your chest. Yes, I've been having to clock into work at almost 6 in the morning for the last week, and I'm just sick of it. I'm not a morning person, and they know this, but they keep scheduling me like this, so... Oh, man. At least you got a job. What time What time you have to be there? I have to be at work at 6.30. Okay. All right, well, enjoy But then you have the day. rest of the day free, right? At least you got a job, mama. No, I work like 12 hours, so... Damn. All right, well, sorry to hear that. All right, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. She's yeah. back. Yeah, she was just telling us how to disarm people with Jolly Ranchers. That's right. <laughs> Chelsea Handler, welcome. Chelsea is back. You know, the last time I was here, I remember somebody pulling out their penis. What? Yeah. I wasn't here. I'm sorry. No, I don't you weren't here. There was a white guy here, and he pulled his penis out. Oh. Are you sure was it, was, it was Greg T. It was. Oh, it was yeah. Greg T. Oh, from yeah. the Elvis show. Yeah, he came up here. That was pre-Me Too Time's Up movement. I'm <laughs> yeah. sure he won't be doing oh. that. Yeah, he won't be doing anymore. that anymore. Well, I'm here to press charges. <laughs> <laughs> well, Elvis Duran's studio was right down the hall. That's where he works. You know, he always pulls out his penis. I actually have video of him and his penis out. Is it true that you have a crush on Robert Mueller? Yes. I like him. I like anybody. I come from a father who didn't pay attention to any rules or ethics or standards or morals, so I look at some Someone like Robert Mueller, and I'm turned on by that. Not to marry, but just to have fun with for a couple of hours. But in your book, you did talk about uh, messing with guys who were a lot younger than you, and you actually ended up feeling bad when they got fired from their jobs. And yeah, I've had a lot of like I like older men, just typically speaking, because I have my daddy issues. I like guys that are older. But once I'm, you know, now I'm in my 40s, so guys are getting old, and so I have to lower the margin. And when I try and hook up with young guys. It's a disaster because they're not they're not mature, they don't have any money, and that's cute for a little bit, but not for like longer than a month. And so I've gotten into some situations where I've had people fired for having sex with me at a resort that they work at. I've had a lot of bad luck in that department, so I'm just going to stay away from anybody under 30 because they get confused. Well, the beauty of relationships is what that person doesn't have, you may have. So you have the maturity and the money, and they got the young, firm 
penis. <laughs> yes, but at 28 years old, I really don't want to deal with somebody, like, unless they're mature and an adult, just for sex at this point. Like, I've had enough sex in my life, so now I just have to go into the area of a real relationship with a real person and be honest about the fact that I want to be in a relationship because I think for so long, with me especially... I was pretending I didn't want to be in a relationship to be tough and be independent and fierce. And after enough therapy, I realized, yes, it's okay to say you want to be in a relationship. That doesn't mean you're needy. Yeah. So the kid at the resort that got fired, did you send him a little money? Like, here's a severance package. Well, that's also a problem I have is I give away a lot of money to people (laughs) once they do get fired because I feel badly and I I need to stop doing that. (laughs) They know the risk. Yes, they do know the risk, but I have. A, I feel, oh, they got lost their job. They shouldn't have been cavorting around with me, and I want to ameliorate the situation. So I'll give somebody, you know, I talk about it in my book. I'm not proud of it, but I have done it a couple of times, <laughs> given somebody like 20 grand to just not contact wow. me again. Wow. Or, wow. or 30. Go away. It Get ahead of your settlements, Chelsea. Hey, listen, <laughs> I'm sorry you lost your job. Here's money for the next five years of what you would have made or whatever, a year. So not it was Caribbean. It was, he was a West Indian. Yeah, well, they're all guys visiting, but usually it takes place somewhere in the Bahamas. <laughs> the Bahamas. Oh, you know what? That's or true. in a ski town. In a ski town. I respect sometimes. the person who negotiates their own settlements. Well, I, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I have to go. It's like an NDA, but with no someone signing any no paperwork. <laughs> in the Bahamas, they're not. It's an open ended NDA, so it's the worst kind. They're not even allowed to gamble in the casinos in the Bahamas, and then they're not allowed to go to your rooms, your room either. No, no. Well, they are allowed to come to my room, but for a very short amount of time, and then, <laughs> and then it's over. So that's the problem. So you like black guys? I do. I like white guys too, though. I'm not just like one thing. I don't like one person. No, I'm not into that. Asian guy. That's mm-hmm. still on my bucket list. Okay, but why is that my, on your bucket list? You Chinese. know why. <laughs> no, I don't. No, yeah. I don't know. So you've got Chinese in your blood. Yes, I do. And are you attracted to Asian men? My mom told me never date a Chinese guy. Because? Of my dad, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Good advice. But you also have a documentary about white privilege that you're working mm-hmm. on. So well. I did this book. I kind of had a mental breakdown when Trump was elected. <clears throat> and I had a lot of outrage that I needed to harness and make it into something positive because I was in a state of reaction and I wanted to be in a state of action. Instead of bitching and moaning about him, I wanted to be able to do something about it. Mm-hmm. And I was just a, like a spoiled brat, like so many people. I didn't think this could happen in our country and I was naive and I was an elitist. I am an elitist. I've tried very hard to become one. And so I had to really have a wake-up call and like dig deep and go to a psychiatrist to bitch about Donald Trump. And I was perfectly happy doing that and paying somebody to listen to me talk about him. I would have paid double. And after that, I was like, okay, what kind of work do I really want to do? Do I want to, you know, do I want to be on a talk show? Do I want to do documentaries? Do I want to... And my experience in therapy just made me realize this is important stuff. If I'm going to overshare and make a career out of oversharing, I may as well overshare the important stuff. So what he broke down for me was what Donald Trump uh, represents to me and to so many people, which is instability and destabilization. Mm -hmm. All right, we got more with Chelsea Hill. And when we come back, don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Chelsea Handler. Charlemagne? Now, do you miss having a late night show every night? No. You don't? <laughs> she said that fast. No. I don't like all of the, I don't like the responsibility that comes with it. Really? Too many people. It was fun for a while, for yeah. sure. Too many people on staff. Too many times you have to you have to spend your day watching yourself, and that's not how I want to spend my day. Right? I feel like it would be different for you now, though, because of all of the pop, the politics and stuff that you talk about. Like you talk about social issues, like you'd have more to talk about. 
Yeah, no, I just don't like being tied to a stu- like. I don't like to be. I think I outgrew being stuck in a studio. I don't want to gotcha. be in the same place every single day. I like to be like on a trip and figuring, you know, and like and filming it. Like when I did ayahuasca in Peru, I got to film that for Netflix. Right. They let me go all over the world and film stuff. I'd much prefer to do that kind of stuff where you're talking to real people than than sitting in a studio. It's just not like. Now you just mentioned Peru. Now, when you did that documentary, you were on a drug. Ayahuasca. Now, how, the hell is ayahuasca? Yeah, I thought that was that, a place. And why did you try that? You don't know what ayahuasca is? No. no I, thought you kept, I thought you were talking about a place I've never been to. Oh, maybe no, it's, it's a, a white drug. person's drug. Yeah, I, I never heard of that white either. Person. What is the drug It's a, a plant. <laughs> Ugh, it's intense. It really? makes you vomit and you defecate, first of all. So why, oh. would you, why, would you, why would you want to do that? Because there are things I'll do on television that I will never do in my real <laughs> okay, life. Okay, go ahead. So I will do that to educate and experience anything experiential where I'm going to be caught off guard I like. So I did not defecate. My shaman, however, did in his pants the entire ceremony. So the only thing I smelled was feculents the entire time I was tripping. Mm. But your trip is crazy. You have like a fast forward of like, it's like an iPod shuffle of childhood memories. Mm. And you're not in your body, you watching you. Like, so for me, it was my sister and me on the beach, <coughs> running down the beach, playing with our dogs, being on the kayaks, flipping each other over, laughing hysterically. And I saw it all play out before me. Like wow. I wasn't in my body. Really? And so everyone has that experience where you see yourself outside of yourself. So it was pretty, it was pretty awesome. I mean, it changed my relationship with my sister for sure it was just about me being told that my sister is you know not like me don't judge her be kinder to her to be sweeter to her so yeah so it's natural it's a plant they you smoke it or you do a shot they brew it sorry they brew it into a tea and you take a shot of it and then you hallucinate for like five hours can i get it off amazon yeah, no, probably not, but probably actually. You probably could get it off Facebooks. You can just, there are people who do it all over, like upstate New York. I'm sure people are doing ayahuasca treats. You need a shaman and like someone who leads the ceremony mm-hmm. and somebody who knows what they're doing. But yeah, it's popular. Lots it's of people. Wow. But people get sober off of ayahuasca. They go in and if they have addiction issues or depression issues, it's all basically like now microdosing is the thing that everyone's doing. So, um, you know, microdosing psilocybin from mushrooms, which helps people daily. I took mm-hmm. some mushrooms the other day when I was skiing, like microdose, you know, you take like a little mushroom head and it just makes everything sharper, everything up. Like you're just alert. And it's from the ground. So everyone who wants to argue about like natural homeopathic things that are from the ground that just also happen to make you hallucinate. <laughs> um, I are, enjoy shrooms. Yeah. Who does it? They're the I've best. Had that I've done that I've never had Is that all part of your healing? Does that help with your healing? I can. It wasn't yeah. part of mine. You have I mean, to be in a good mood when you take them because if not, it's a bad experience. You have but, to set your tone always mm-hmm. when you take drugs, I think. You have to go, okay, this is going to be a fun time. If taking, I knew you was in the drugs, I'd have had some for you. No, you oh, I have. always want drugs. You still sell drugs? I have. I could have got some nice organic something. Okay. Well, yeah. next time you'll know. You'll know. We should do a whole interview on shrooms and just see I what happens. I would love that. They've never, they've never that. tried shrooms before. Yeah, of so. course. Everybody needs to be on shrooms. That is the best. Let's do that. Next yeah, time. you will laugh your ass off. You I that. definitely we'll do laugh it. We'll so hard I next cry time. when I take shrooms. I start, uh, my cheeks, my bawling. cheeks and my yeah. abs hurt always <laughs> every day after I take shrooms. It's the best. You just laugh your ass off and everything that everyone says is hysterical. So it is fun for radio, but we should do, you should start the show sober and take them in the beginning so that yeah. you can get through half of it and then just decompose. Do it. What are shrooms on ther- going to therapy would be? Well, I wouldn't shroom, shroom, but you can take like microdose and go to therapy. People like that. And they do mm-hmm. ketamine therapy too. You know, ketamine? No, that horse tranquilizer? My friend's doing horse that. Horse tranquilizer? Yeah, I don't know about that. I'll pass on that one. <laughs> yep. Uh, it right. sound Drugs natural. will be the death of me. <laughs> <laughs> the next book after life will be the death of me. Chelsea Handler, ladies and gentlemen.
Well, we Bye, appreciate guys. you for joining us. It's Chelsea Handler. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Now, if you just joined us, we're talking about some creative or strange things you've done to make money. Now, this story came from where, Yee? Uh, Mr. Sophia. She's a dominatrix. She's 68 years old, and she charges men $150 to clean her apartment because she's a dominatrix. All right. So we're asking 800-585-1051. Yee, did you do anything strange or creative to make some money? Um, creative and strange. I've always had a job, so I never had to do anything like as a consultant that was strange at all. Although that sounds really appealing. What? What Mr. Oh, Sophia we'll hire does. Somebody? What about no, no, no. You don't hire them. They pay you. Oh, that's what I mean. And that is kind of crazy. Now, what about you, Charlemagne? I've always hustled, man. I recycled cans when I was a kid. I cut the grass. You know what I'm saying? I worked at temp jobs. I sold crack. I worked at Taco Bell. I worked at a, a, a telemarketing agency. I worked at Demo in the Mall. I've always hustled, so I've never had to do anything strange, you know what I'm saying, to make a little bit of change. I mean, I guess selling crack is strange, but, you know, other than that, no. Yeah, no, nah, me neither. I, I mean, I sold mixtapes. I did, uh, you know, I worked at the U.S. Open. I did telemarketing. I, we yeah, didn't have every, any We didn't have any creative yeah, jobs, huh? Nah, nah, yeah, nah, every nah. time I tried to do something out of the normal, it didn't work, like breaking <laughs> people's houses. You know, you steal a safe. That's not normal, the by the way. Yeah, that's not normal either, bro. Well, I didn't say I said it was normal. No, I said every time I tried to do something out of the ordinary. Oh, out of the ordinary. Okay. Yeah, it never worked for me. I never did anything screen. I just always realized that, you know, just working is the best way to make some cash. Shanique. Yes. Good morning. Good morning. Now, what are some creative or strange things you've done to make some money? Oh, my God. Okay, so I had this old white man, right? And <laughs> he used to like for me to do weird stuff like stand on his thing with my heels. Mm. Um, he paid me $500 to on him. Wow. Um, yes, like, ye, like, these men go in, girl. Like, girl, let me tell you, my DMs right now are crazy. One guy says that he will pay me if I watch him masturbate. How much? No, that's that's nothing. That's nothing. I had a How man much, say you want to give no, me. He would pay me for me to let him like ejaculate on my feet. I've had a man tell me to collect some of my urine and he would drink it. Oh. I've how much? How much? How much of these guys? How much of these guys charge? How much are they giving? I mean, I got five hundred dollars to on him. So wow. Um, you want me to send this guy your way? <laughs> no, I can't. I am married with a son now. Oh, okay. And I definitely don't want to do any of that anymore. Did you tell your husband oh, this stuff, though? How old is your son? <laughs> wow, what are you he trying to do, Charlamagne? Well, he's still old enough to pee on somebody. <laughs> Let him do it. Look, Charlamagne, Charlamagne, I love you so much. I just want to say that. I love you so much. I love much. you more. I love y'all. Now, did you, tell, did you tell your husband any of this before y'all got married? Yeah, he knew. He knew that, like, men used to want me to dominate them. I was never a dominatrix, but I would do, like, fulfill fetishes. You kind of were. And you were standing on his uh, privates with your heels. That's dominatrix yeah, with behavior. My heels. Yeah, yeah. He would, like, want me to stick the pointiest heels into his. Like, now, I will oh, say. Crazy. Now, you know, this is crazy. I used to sleep with an older woman. And she would pay me, but I didn't ask her for money. She was just taking care of me because I was her young boy, and you made me think about that just now because she used to like to wear heels and step on my lower back. Yeah. See, yeah. I, I don't know. He, he used to tell me to, like... If she stepped on your lower back, bro, she stepped lower than that, bro. No, I wow. stepped on my lower back. Died. With high heels. Died. That didn't he, hurt? He has even... Yeah, it hurt. He's giving it to do him, y'all. 
Okay. Or how much did she pay you to step on your little back? The, mo the most she ever paid me, she used to give me like $3,000 at a time. Like all the time. And I never... I wasn't doing it for really? the money. I didn't expect the money the first time we got together. It was together. an added bonus. Yeah, she was. I was her little young boy. She was doing it for like some food. <laughs> she used to give me food too. She used to okay. give me Twinkies. She used to give me Twinkies and bags of chicken and a Ziploc bag to take home. Bags of chicken. And she used to call me a car service. You was getting that paper. Is she still around? Mm-hmm. Really? You sure is. Okay. Hello, who's this? <laughs> Yo, good morning, good morning. Hey, Marcus. Now, what did you do to make some extra money, man? Some creative, a strange thing. Um, you know what? Um, I was selling flip flops out of the clubs. That oh. makes sense. That's actually a great hustle. Yo, that's great yeah. range. I, I went out. I went out with my homegirls, and and I'm like, yo, why y'all always this when we are coming to hear yeah. her and they say so? You know, I was like, you know what? You know, it's a lot of stuff on the ground outside. Let me let me see what I can make happen. And I just caught that one down to Chinatown. You know, caught the pack for like twenty. Start popping for ten. So I make about like about 150 for the night. That's great. Shout out to Dawn Dixon. She invented That's flat out heels for That's that purpose. Hustle. Yeah, she was uh, selling those flat out heels that roll up little slippers. So when you leave a club, you're able to slide out and because no one wants to walk barefoot. Yeah, I heard somebody else had them in a vending machine too. Yeah, that, that was Dawn. That was Dawn? Yeah, okay. Yeah. We're 800-585-1051. We're asking what are some creative or strange things you've done to make money. Call us now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're asking what are some strange or creative things you've done to make money. Now, this story comes from something that Angela Yee posted. Yes, yeah, a dominatrix, Mistress Sophia. Men are paying her $150 an hour to clean her house. You know, it's crazy. I've gotten offered money before for sex, but uh, never took it. No, for real, when we went to hedonism, <laughs> when you went to hedonism in Jamaica back in the day, man, all them old people was going crazy. Them older women be like, yo, I'll pay you such and such if you sleep with me and let my husband watch, yada, yada, yada. I never did it. You never did it? Mm. No, I never did That's it. That's a cuckolding. That's a very big practice. What? It's called cuckolding. Cuckolding? Yeah, that's what, what they call that when you get to watch, when the husband likes to watch her... His wife cheat on her. Wouldn't that be cold? Cheat on him. We can't. Well, cuck. yeah. Wouldn't that be? Why a cuck? What is a cuck? Yeah, what is I a cuck? That's just what it's called, guys. I didn't like make chicken. up the. I don't know why. I didn't I make up the phrase. All right, let's go to the phone lines. Jasmine. Hello. Hello. What's your name? Jasmine. Hey, Jasmine. <laughs> Jasmine, what's your name? Now, what did you do? Um, <laughs> you did some creative and strange things to make some money. What you do? I sold my breast milk. Oh. Oh, you sold your breast milk to who? I don't know. I don't know where it was going, but I had a nurse that was helping me nurse, and she said that there were women that couldn't produce enough milk that would pay for it. Oh, okay. Okay. I don't know if it was like a fetish thing, like a grown man buying. Wanted some breast milk. Charlamagne you know, loved breast milk. I don't. I don't know where it went. I know they was paying me because I had <laughs> no paternity leave paid, so how, it's all good. How much do you get for like you know? Give us an example. Uh, how much? Okay, so for every eight ounces, I got twenty dollars. So oh, not bad. Wow. That's yeah. not a bad hustle either, though, because it's your milk. Oh, yeah. Well, thank you, mama. It was straight. John, John. What's up, man? What's, what's some creative or strange things you did to make money? I had to get to a nine-year-old lady before. A 90-year-old lady? lady? Yeah. How much you pay you? I paid like $150. It was back when I was a little younger, though. $150, that's it? How she convinced you at yeah. 90? What did she say at 90 years What does she look like, man? I just need the money. It wasn't as bad as you think, though. But she why, was hot. Why, how did she come to you? How did she approach you? Like, baby, I need a lot of fan for me. He said she was hot. Well, well, it was. I had went and applied for a job at a little temporary service, you know. <laughs> and she was up there working. She was look. She looked young to be that age. <laughs> to be ninety. How, how young did 90? she look, bro? How, how young did she look? Eighty. <laughs> you said what? How, how young did she look? 
Well, she can go for like sixty-five. <laughs> now, what? Now, oh, white lady. So you talking like 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 Cicely Tyson, beautiful? Because Cicely Tyson is up in Cicely Tyson ninety-four, and she's a beautiful woman. So she was in that vein, is what you're saying? Well, I wish she was black, but she wasn't black. Uh, she was oh, you disgusting! So you now, what did you? Mayonnaise. What did you do? You just had regular oh. missionary sex? Man, he just gave no, a no. I ain't. I didn't. I, she couldn't. Well, she couldn't handle it right there. So I just had to give her. You know, just do that. And it was old. She asked she you to do fast. it? Yes, you yeah, paid her. Fast. What did she say? You got to tell me her exact verbiage. What did she say to you, young boy? Well, we got to talk, and I really came at her because I was trying to get some money. I already know what she was on. How did you figure so, that out? How, yeah, how, did she, did she, she have bitches? Did she have all her teeth? That's a, that's a gift I got. So y'all, try, y'all tried to have sex, but she couldn't handle it because, you know, at 94, it don't work the same. Nah, nah. She she just couldn't handle it. I was a little mm. too rough for her. She did? did? She, yeah. <laughs> did she take out her teeth and perform oral on you? Oh, man. Yeah, she did. Oh, oh I you're knew disgusting, it. man. <laughs> is she, John, you're disgusting. Is she though. dead now? Yes, I'm sure. I, I'm pretty sure she is. I mean, I'm 32 now, so. Okay. How did it feel with, with those gums rubbing on you? So, don't oh, talk man. about a dead woman like that. What am I asking? Oh, man. Did you, did you, man? <laughs> yeah, but I ain't in it, though. I would like for you she to know. She was real good, man. I think she did it before a lot. A lot. I think she uh, yeah, she was 90. That wasn't her first rodeo, sir. John, John, you disgusting, oh, man. I think you're going to heaven. I think that act alone uh, got you crazy. into heaven, my brother. I'm not going to hey, lie no to you. no judgment, guys. Yeah, I had to do a favor. You know, give her something great for she left out of here. Man. You, you made somebody's you. great-grandma's day. <laughs> John, John, just one last question. Did, did you eat the booty, John, John? Hell no. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a hell no, nah, right? But you who can do anything you, else. Who do you think I am? <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, John John. What's the moral of this story, the man? Nerve. I don't know. <laughs> There's no moral of the story. It's just that uh there's some some people out here doing some strange things with some change out here in these streets, bro, bro. Goodness gracious. All I'm right. They're trying to think what that 90 year old poem poem would be like. That's you still thinking about that? Yeah, it gotta be guys out there with those kind of fetishes that only want to sleep they with do. old they ass have a whole women, right? Category for it. What's that called? I think it's called golden something. I'm going to tell you right now. Hold golden on. era porn? What is that? Lord have mercy, boy. <laughs> Man. Oh, my goodness. We got rumors on the way. Yes, we are going to talk about Jennifer Lopez and a new role that she is actually going to be taking on. All right. We'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Everybody, it's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building, the legendary T Pain. You gotta start calling you legendary. Wow, T. you don't think so? I don't know, man. Mm-hmm. I, I looked up the the definition of that, and it just meant something that could be true or not. You don't believe in yourself? I believe in myself, but you know, the the, uh, uh, the Loch Ness monster is also a legend. <laughs> so you gotta, right. well, I'm gonna you gotta, tell you, you something. See it. That might be. I infamous. believe in the Loch Ness monster, so I don't know. If, <laughs> <laughs> I, don't know if <laughs> I definitely believe in the Loch Ness monster. <laughs> so that makes sense. All right, cool. I'll take. I'll take. I'll take it then. Huh? And oh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know if the Loch Ness monster exists now, but it has existed at some at point some in time. At some point. At yes. some point. That makes sense. Yes. Okay. Well, there we go then. Well, the popping ass T Pain because you're like popping. Oh, I'm. I'm Popping my ass. <laughs> we gotta figure these times. No, not popping ass. Just popping. It's spinning out of control. We're going off the rails. Right at the beginning of the interview. <laughs> All right. Maybe those two words didn't go right together. Not, not a lot. Not a lot. But no, I did good. see you when you were I, uh, hosting the iHeartRadio Music Awards. Yeah, yeah. So that was dope. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It was uh, it was actually pretty cool because I had done it. You know, I had done it a few times. I hosted uh, the BT Hip Hop Awards once and. 
you know, uh, a couple other things and some stuff in Africa. So I guess I had had practice enough to be in front of that many white people. Well, the Mass Singer <laughs> probably brought that opportunity on, too. Right? Oh, yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, no yeah. question. Mm-hmm. The Mass Singer did a lot for it, man. And, and you know, it kind of gave me, a, uh, like, a second win. So it helped out uh, exponentially. <laughs> I just think that you being kind of modest, and I'm going to tell you why. We live in this era where people, and it's, it's always been like this, people right. have to say things in order for people to, yeah. to see it and be like, you know what, he's right. T-Pain, you birthed a whole new wave out here. You yeah, got a lot of kids out here. It's right. okay to say that. I get that. It's just taking a lot of time to try to explain to people because they mm-hmm. already have their preconceived notions of what I should be doing, how I should mm-hmm. be saying, and blah, blah, blah. But I've, I've wasted uh, <laughs> enough time <laughs> trying to get people to see my truth. And mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And the the relief of stress that I've had not trying to prove anything to people, oh, my God, it's so great. Well, what is the truth for T-Pain? The truth of T Pain is I'm happy. I'm happy. Gotcha. I'm fine with I'm fine with what I'm doing. Like you know, the people that take their time to go on my page and go to a post to where I'm doing something great just to tell me I fell off. It's like you took time out of your day for this. Mm-hmm. Like it, that used to like determine how my day went. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I gave that so much power, and now I can look back and see and look back at myself and like who. Who are these people? I've never met these people. Mm-hmm. I've never seen these people. They have no idea what my life is like. And they just see me not doing what their favorite artist is doing and decide that I shouldn't be on the internet. I shouldn't be posting anything. I shouldn't, like, who are these people to determine my day? Who are these people to determine my mood? They wasn't there with me shooting in the gym. Mm-hmm. They wasn't there <laughs> when, I, when I came up crazy. They wasn't there when I was doing, you know, all my biggest stuff. So now that... You know what I'm saying? Things aren't in 2008 anymore. I'm not going to let them determine what happens to me during my day. I got, you know, my kids do that. My wife does that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to let some complete stranger uh, piss me off for the rest of the day and start screaming at my kids because I'm mad at Instagram. Oh, absolutely mm-hmm. not. You know at, what I'm saying? <laughs> and at the same time, I'm sure you have a whole new fan base after win- winning The Masked Singer. For sure. For sure. Lots and lots of old people. <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot, man. But not a lot of people that like d- you know did no research on me and, and hadn't seen that I've been doing anything at all. Like I, I got a lot of new people, a lot of a lot of TSA agents too. We have to redefine <laughs> it. It's a lot. We have to redefine the term "fall off" in hip hop culture because I feel like that's something black people only do. Yeah, and they only do it to black people. Only do it to black people. <laughs> so it's, yeah, no, nah, it, it's it's a whole thing. I mean, it's the, it's like the same thing that we do to black people with the Illuminati. We only say, Lord have mercy. You can't be successful unless you're an Illuminati. Unless you're an Illuminati. Which if means you're black. you got, which means you got to be gay. If you're black. Yeah, and you have but to kill it, somebody. But there's like full-on death metal bands that openly worship the devil. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like that's all they talk about is hell, Satan, and all this. But no, they're fine. They just. That's just what people are into. So they're rich because they're rich. But we're rich because... We sold our soul. We sold our right. soul. Yeah, but that's absolutely. people who, who have never achieved any level of success, so they got to make excuses for their own failures. Which is why you can't let them people determine how your day goes. Can <laughs> I, I look at you? Like, how long you been? You've been in the game since what? It's uh, 2005. So what? What's that, 14 well, years? 14 years. 14 years. Yeah. And you still have a long career. Like, you got to look at people's whole totality of Absolutely. things that they've done. And you ever seen that interview Jay-Z did where he talked about people being in that white hot space once? He said, you're only the... Yeah. But yeah. you play yeah. for forever? For sure. That, Absolutely. Yeah. And that's 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 how things work when 
you see the patterns. When you learn the patterns and you learn how things have gone and you know where your success is going and you can plan for the future and you can do these things, but people that haven't been through that spectrum and people that haven't been through those situations, they don't know where things are going. You can already see the future if you've seen the patterns before. So it's it's about who notices that, who executes it accordingly. And, you know, when you get out of that space, you either try it again or bow out gracefully. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and you can make that choice. But the thing is, a lot of people let strangers and fans make that choice for them. And that's just not fair. That's not that's not cool. Just because you don't want to get off your ass and you're trying to bring me down to that area where you are in that, that miserable state that you're in. Mm. That shouldn't that shouldn't determine how my day goes. Now, are what? there people who counted you out before who are now back around like, hey, T-Pain, I want to really oh, work with everybody? you. everybody? <laughs> do you hold, do you hold grudges about things like that, or do you address it and let it? Not anymore, because I realized it was uh, partly my fault. You know what I'm saying? It was it was me not showing what I could do. Not, you know, because it was a normal thing to me. So I felt like, you know, uh, those aspects of my life didn't need to be public because I knew I could do it. So it's it's no big deal. But you know, when people told me that, you know, my beats was trash. And then I started selling beats. I'm like, oh, okay, well, they were wrong. <laughs> and then people told me, my, you know what I'm saying, that, that my style was trash and I couldn't rap, couldn't sing, couldn't do all that. And I was like, I'm fine now. This is good. I didn't think I had to prove it. So, you know, I would always uh, throw out the whole thing. Oh, well, Chris Brown is using auto-tune. How come ain't nobody talking to you? And, and it's because Chris Brown came out singing first. Right. Yeah, so yeah, he, yeah. He, had, he had his proof already. So when he used something, it's like, oh, he's just doing it for fun. But I'm like, but he sounds the same. When he sings an auto tune, as when he does, when he, as when he does his normal voice, why would I not sound the same? And every time I walked into a room and opened my mouth, everybody would be like, "Damn, you sound just like you do on your music." And I'm like, who, "Who changes their voice for their music? It's weird." Well, I, you I, I, you, you I, didn't I, at first, now, back in the day. Yeah, I did. No, I did. When I made you sing live on Hot 103.9, you didn't say- No, top my speaking voice. Oh, speaking? Okay, yeah, got, you, got, speaking you, got you, got you, got you, got you. Yeah, I was not great when I got when I came on your show. I was smoking cigarettes. It was a lot. Was, oh, that was, was early. Like, like you, Yeah, was, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was. I actually needed auto-tune back then. That was, was <laughs> really bad. All right, we got more with T-Pain when we come back. Matter of fact, let's get into a T-Pain mini-mix. Let's go. J-N-V, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with T-Pain. Did you ever give up? Like, you know what? This is too much. It's I ain't doing this no Oh, a hundred times. And what did you do during that time? Uh, I texted it to my wife, and she was (laughs) like, "Uh, no, you're not. <laughs> we got bills. <laughs> we got bills, but just but you know, she she was from she she was looking at it from the outside. So mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? It was it was like she was the one that kind of got me on the path to knowing that I determined my life and I determined my day. I determined who I am, you know, because she's been getting her whole life. You know, uh, being been a military brat. You know what I'm saying? And and just, you know, moving to different places, different high schools every year and, you know, uh, and and being with me. You know, she always got people on her She's, you know, been traveling with me. You know, this is like the first time she hasn't been with me in about a year. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she's been with me on the road just chilling and, like, somebody just DM'd her and said, I had your husband in my mouth the other Damn. night. Damn. Like, She's like, damn, the one time I leave and don't come at you? This- no, this was this was when she was on the road. <laughs> yeah, like, so you know what I'm saying? There's people texting my friend just had sex with T-Pain, and we sitting in the bed watching Game of Thrones like, what? What just happened? Could be, like, a, could be an imposter out there pretending to be you. And- it, it, I hope so. It uh, could be literally any dark skin person with dreads, because these motherfuckers do not know the difference between black faces. Does she like weird. the new single, Girlfriend? Your she wife? loves it. 
Mm-hmm. She loves it. Yeah, no, nah, that's 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 always been a you know uh, a, a thing she let me do. She let me have freedom in my music. You know what I'm saying? It's uh, not, I'm not, uh, I want to know about freedom in the relationship. You talking about the you music? All oh, three of us in that. Yeah. Oh, so. you know, I mean, you, you need you need. No, we don't know. I don't know. You said, yeah, oh, know. you got to come on. Have you got to that level yet? How long, <laughs> how, long, how long you and your wife been together? Sixteen years. Oh, I've been with mine twenty two. But we yeah, just, you yeah, I've been man. Twenty five. Yeah, I ain't got to that Damn. level yet. What is the competition, guys? <laughs> yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know I was coming into a marriage competition. But no, I mean, it's a... <laughs> no, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a thing that, you know, we both uh, agreed on. And, and a lot of people get it confused for, like, an open marriage. And we just have threesome sometimes. That wasn't like a... How long? How long has this been going on? Uh, Probably since 2009. What's How the rules that... and regulations, though? Now, can you pick them? Can you bring them home? Or is it... It's, everything's her choice. Everything's her choice. As it should I be. Can't, I can't... Yeah, I'm not gonna be... Because if it's me, I'm just gonna pick anything and <laughs> it's not gonna be... It's not gonna be... It's not gonna be great. But I let her choose everything. Everything's her, her choice. What if not... it's something you don't want? We don't do it. ブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブ
So, yeah. When's the last time this has happened? <laughs> it's been a long time. It's been a really? very long time. It's been a very long time. We don't do that. We don't do it uh, super often because, you know, I've been on the road a lot lately, so we're not... We don't try to get randoms. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's like I said, it's better if we know the person, we know their history, we know they ain't on no f they ain't trying to rob us. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We can be around them for more than an hour. It's like, you know, it's, it's got to be, you got to meet a criteria. You got to sign this application. Now, did that help you? Because you know, we all know black men don't cheat. So, <laughs> does that keep you from ever absolutely. straying? Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Because one, uh, I feel like if I do, I'm going to f up that opportunity. So you know what I'm saying? I'm, uh, if I if I up on the road or anything like that, then the threesomes at home are gonna stop. Yeah. So I don't want to mess that up, and right. it, it is definitely uh, straight me away from from the from the devil thoughts out there. Would you be <laughs> upset if she was with the woman and you weren't around or involved? Like she's like, oh, you're on the road. Yes. Yeah, that's cheating. Okay. What even if she asked I mean, you first? Right. <laughs> that's 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 you answering for him. <laughs> I'm asking T Pain. <laughs> yeah, no, see, I mean that's that's not you know that's that's part of the rules. Okay. You know what I'm saying? We can't do that by ourselves. Like if we even if we have a threesome with somebody and I ask her, can I you know can I just do that by myself at some point if you're not there or if we're in the same Hell city or no. something like that? No, it's not gonna happen. Mm -hmm. That's cheating. You know we've had our. Uh, ups and downs about it and that's how you learn the rules mm -hmm. that's how you learn what you know what bothers each other what each other are comfortable with things like that what about a woman catching feelings for your wife I can't control that I can't control that you know mm -hmm. neither one of us can control uh, what the other chick does but we can always control yourselves control ourselves mm -hmm. and end it and, and agree to like alright that's getting crazy we what about the wife catching feelings for another woman she gotta she gotta figure that out cause that you know if that's against the rules for me that's against the rules for her I think now's a good time to play Girlfriends. Girlfriend featuring you. Introduce the record. Introduce the record. Absolutely. Uh, it's a brand new single, Girlfriends, featuring uh, A1, uh, featuring GEs, and produced by A1 and my homeboy Pip. Uh, look, man, you got to sign that application. The applications are coming out very soon. <laughs> the rules do apply. There's terms and conditions. Don't read that. Just hit agree and and move on. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> All right. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Was girlfriend featuring G Easy? Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with T Pain. Now, you, you said you were broke. How broke were you? Did you almost lose your crib, lose your cars, foreclosure? Um, and how did, you, and how did you get back? I almost lost the crib. That bad. I, I, I don't think I would have lost it, but my accountant was panicking. Like, dude, just sell <laughs> your house. And I'm like, I'm going to save my house. All that money you was making, why wouldn't you just buy it back then? You was, uh, you know, it, was one, it was one of them things to where. You know, my advisors was like, how about you just slam a down payment on this and then you can save the rest of the money instead of spending $6 million all at once. And then, you want a $6 you know, million dollar crib in Atlanta? Yeah, it's not small. <laughs> that's about 100,000 square feet. That's about 100,000 square feet. Oh, my gosh. Jeez. Yeah, that's when the market was down. So, you know. Uh, but no, I mean, it's, it's you, 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 you learn a lot, man by going through all the motions. I saw an interview you did with my man Rob Markman. You told Rob Markman you didn't get paid for no features for two years. Yeah, yeah. I needed to build really? up that credit. You know, it's about building up, you know, I was, one, building up friendships in the game because I didn't really know anybody when that was happening. And, you know, to work with these people that I called legends, you know, you were paying your dues and just trying well, to get yeah, this was, good. Yeah. You said it was 08 to 2010. That T Pain was like at the height of things at that yeah, point. Yeah, and that's when that's when other artists that I really respect just not paying attention to me. So I was like, man, I, yeah, I, why not? Come on, come on in. Can I get a verse when it's like you know when it's my turn? And everybody was like, yeah. And then and then when it was your turn? Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, sure, sure. You know, for the most part, man, it was like, you know, I put a lot of people on and made a lot of people's careers super hot, and I can't get a verse. What about Kanye? Right Did Kanye ever return the favors of Good Life? Kanye returned to favor the good life the same day. So you never got, like, royalties on these records from 08 to 2010? Yeah, yeah, I got, like, you know, production credits and stuff like that if I helped out. Uh, you know, I always got royalties, but they never had to pay a fee until Ludacris. Mm -hmm. Ludacris almost had to pay. What do you mean? Why? Because I did uh, one more drink for him. One more drink, yeah. Then he did chopping the screw for me right after that. Mm -hmm. But with the one more drink, then he charged me 250 grand. Whoa. So I was like, okay, I'll charge you 250 grand. Now we're even. <laughs> oh, you got an invoice so, later. Yeah. So it wasn't wow. from the label, so it wasn't personal. No, no, yeah, that's what that's I'm saying. Lot, Just from the ludicrous fees. I mean, it was ludicrous. Ludicrous was the uh, right yeah, 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 was that. grand. I hit Luda like, yo, can you check this out for you me? Said, this is ludicrous. I was, oh, shit, <laughs> God damn it. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> 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 no, nah, he was uh he, he didn't know about it. So you know what I'm saying? I, I I knew Luda didn't didn't he wasn't that wasn't his MO at all at the time. So you know, when he hit the label, he let him know and then they didn't care and it was like, No, you're ludicrous. We are charging them two hundred fifty. I'm like, Cool, sweet, I'm charging you two hundred fifty for one more drink then. So that big that big ass chain. I got it back. I got it back. I got it back. I thought you said you melted it down. I did, we did another one. Oh, wow. <laughs> he says I'm overjoyed. Yeah, I did it. Much, much cheaper this time. <laughs> it's fake? Most of it. Got you, got you, got Just you. Just kind of, I, I really needed it to uh, frame it. I'm putting it in a shadow box. Okay. So, it's not. When it comes to, like. $400,000. <laughs> when, when it comes to. Hold on one second. Was that what your okay. biggest expense that you ever bought? The, the biggest thing that you spent? His besides house. the house? <laughs> um, That was just two left? Nah, Bugatti. I paid for that straight up. You How still much? got it? Oh, no, he hell got rid of that like a week later. <laughs> How much was that Bugatti? One point two. And you spent one point two million dollars. Yeah. And got rid of it a week later. Not a week later. I had it about five months. And why'd you get rid of it? They said you needed brakes or something. You I broke it. it was, I put a hole it. in the radiator. You put a hole in one of the four radiators. They have to uh, replace all the radiators. And that's Lord have mercy. And it's ninety grand. And I didn't want to do that. So you just decided to let it go. Yeah. Because at that point, that's when I was running out of money. Mm -hmm. Who did you that, sell a Bugatti to? Anybody, uh, back to the dealership I got oh, okay, it from. Okay. How, yeah. how much they gave it for you? Yeah. Not, not. They, I think they gave me eight hundred for it. Sheesh. Oh wow! God. Yeah. When you say you was broke, was you had like zero dollars broke. I like had to borrow money to get my kids Burger King. Wow. Yeah. After having, what's the most you ever had in the bank at one time? Forty million. Jesus Christ, T-Pain. How do you have a hairline? <laughs> oh my God! Yeah, Forty yeah. million dollars to zero. Yeah, and it was yeah. just all bad spending, no bad investments. Oh, like what was it? It was it was a lot of bad investments. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of things. What that did you invest in that didn't work for forty million dollars? What, what, what were you invested in? Real estate. Real estate. Uh, yeah. Shoot. You buy retail? No, but I was letting my manager do it, and he was way more optimistic than I was. <laughs> so what do you mean optimistic? He, like, he would just buy complete dumps and think that we can just paint. And then we should be. He didn't know what he was doing. Never sold anything that that we bought. Uh, Even now, like none of those areas y'all bought in became we gentrified. Had to let him, we had or? to let them go. We had to let them go. Now, yeah. I mean, we we just had to let everything go. So you know, is uh, there anything if you'd have held on to would be worth a lot now? No, not at all. My These God. were in terrible neighborhoods, but where, I didn't know where in Florida. It was, yeah, it was all in Florida, South Florida, <laughs> 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 because that's where my managers lived. So it was like, nah, I'll just get some. Down the road, oh, I can check on it every now and then, and it's just like, oh, yep, crack God. house for it sure. Never worked out. Still never a crack house to this day. Still a crack house right now. People <laughs> in there right now. I guarantee it. It's weird. And at that time, I didn't know my family at all. Right. Like I had, my wife didn't even live with me. 
at that time. She lived in Tallahassee. I lived in Atlanta, and I told her I just had to. I got to be in Atlanta because I got to do music stuff. Ain't no music stuff in Tallahassee, so you can stay here. I'll give me a house in Atlanta. I'll come and see y'all. My kids didn't know who I was. Uh, they called me Other Daddy when I was on TV. Wow. They, they 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 knew TV me more than they knew in the right. house of me. Oh, yeah. got you, got you. Yeah. So when you in the house just cooling out, yeah, that's, that's Daddy. That's daddy. Wow. You got the top hat on. Other, that's other Daddy. daddy. Yeah. Got you, got you, got so you. So it's a lot. It was a that lot could of that. End a relationship for some people. For sure, absolutely. And we held on, man. And you know that's a that's a, a thing that I really commend my wife for for just holding on for me. You know, and we're happier than ever. But why not move your family? Why didn't you move your family from Tallahassee to Atlanta? I just didn't want to. You was home. I was. I was. You nah, was nah, I wasn't. I was. I was never there. I was never at the house. You know what I'm saying? I was always on the road. I was just. I just felt like if I had them there, I wouldn't be able to do the music. Yeah. I wouldn't be able to go out and and go to different studios because I'd have to either bring my kids or they have my wife ride with me. She so don't think I'm doing nothing. I had to always be on, and I always had to be. T-Pain from TV to everybody that I went to go see, so I couldn't do all that and, you know, get blackout drunk every night just to impress these in the studio so they can get a free hook out of me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It was it was just that, and I was paying attention to that so much, and I value my family, value my family so much more than that now, mm-hmm. and I think I'm in that point in my life to where it's just I got the awards. I got, I got six Grammys at the house. Like, it's, it's fine. I'm good. I got all these best artists of the year, best writer of the year. I proved my point. And now it's just like, you know, riding my wave still, riding the wave that I created and still and still benefiting from it while not chasing it. Yeah, I don't think it's a wave. I think waves come and go. I think that you've built a legacy at this point. Yeah, no, nah, it's it's definitely multiple waves though. <laughs> so yeah. I'm 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 getting I'm paddling out, getting back on the on the next one. Question, how low do you have to go as far as like depression to get out of that and just be the happy person you are now? Like how um, depressed I did, did you I get? didn't get I didn't get super depressed. And that's the only way I knew I wasn't depressed because I actually met some depressed people mm-hmm. and I was like, Oh, I'm fine. Right. I'm, right, I'm, right, just, right. I'm just having I'm, a bad day. I'm just sad. Like you know what I'm saying? I was I was literally at that point of depression to where you can be like, bro, just be happy. Mm-hmm. Like that's that point. But like when you're clinically depressed right. and yeah, yeah, yeah. stuff like that, nothing that's not do. there's nothing like... you can do and you've been diagnosed. Like I've met some people like that and there's nothing that compares to that. So, so no medication, nothing. You just had to make a choice. Just had to make a choice to get my ass out of bed. Uh, you know, stop chasing this money. Take care of my family. Make sure they got something to do with everything I'm doing. And just chill, man. Well, we appreciate you for joining us, T-Pain. I thank y'all for having me, brother. I appreciate yes. it, man. Well, it's the Breakfast Club. It's T-Pain. Yeah. say the gang. Don't get other day. You are a donkey. <laughs> it's time for Donkey of the Day. Donkey of the Day does not discriminate. I might not have the song of the day, but I got the donkey of the day. So if you ever feel I need to be a donkey, man, <laughs> hit it with the heat. Yeah, it's the Breakfast Club, bitches. Who's Donkey of the Day today? I just want the record to show that when the mics went off, Taylor and Angela E were having a conversation about cucumbers and penises, and Taylor says she's never had cucumbers. Just oh, want to throw that out penis. there. No? I was like, I didn't hear her say just, that. Just want to throw that out there. Now, a donkey today goes to a young man named DJ Cooper. Now, DJ Cooper was a former Ohio University standout. DJ entered the NBA draft in 2013, but he was not selected in the first two rounds, so he went to go play basketball in Greece. Uh, then he went to go play basketball in Russia. Then he went to go play basketball in France. But DJ Cooper's basketball career has come to a halt because DJ Cooper has been suspended from FIBA. For failing a drug test. Is it fiber or feeble? I don't know. What is it? 
FIBA, FIBA, the International Basketball Federation, uh, they suspended DJ Cooper for fraud. He's eligible. He's eligible to return on June 20th, 2020. And I know you're asking yourself, uh, what made his pee dirty? Uh, was it recreational drugs? Was it weed? Was it cocaine? Was it MDMA? Was it performance-enhancing drugs? What did DJ Cooper's drug test reveal that they suspended him for fraud? Well, according to Yahoo Sports Complex and Eurohoops.net, DJ Cooper, who is a man, his drug test revealed that he was pregnant. Wow. <laughs> and he was balling like that, too? <laughs> DJ Cooper That's is... That's funny. DJ Cooper... Uh, DJ Cooper is the first basketball player to ever be a basketball <laughs> wife. Okay? I don't know how much money these guys make overseas, but DJ Cooper is the first basketball player to ever attempt to trap himself <laughs> by getting pregnant. That's funny, man. Now, how did this happen? How did DJ Cooper slip the condom <laughs> off and impregnate himself? Well, the test on the urine that Cooper provided revealed That's the presence funny. of human uh, chorionic gonadotropin. Why, why am I? Why am I? Why what? didn't I just say HGC? There you go. There you yeah, go. HGC. <laughs> T. I couldn't even pronounce those words. I just tried to pronounce. But HGC is a hormone made by the placenta <laughs> during pregnancy, and the urine per the report actually belonged to his girlfriend, who was probably just looking out for this nigga. Okay, looking out for Bay because she knew Bay's pee was dirty, but she didn't realize she was pregnant. So now DJ Cooper is suspended <laughs> from FIBA until June twentieth, two thousand twenty. Um, that's it. Uh, that's the donkey. Uh, <laughs> DJ Cooper is the first non WNBA basketball player to miss a season <laughs> or two because of pregnancy. Yeah, uh, are we sure he's not pregnant? That's yeah. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> Some donkey of the days just sell themselves. Please give DJ Cooper the sweet sounds of the Hamiltons. Oh, now you are <laughs> That's the funny. donkey <laughs> of the day. Ooh, you are the donkey of the day. Oh, you made me chuckle. That was funny, man. <laughs> that is funny. All right, Charlamagne, thank you for that donkey of the day. Yes, sir. All right, we got more coming up next. We're The Breakfast Club. The Breakfast Club. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're in the middle of Ask Yee. Hello, who's this? Hey, this Trav, man. Trav, what's up? I'm the one that call every morning. Yeah, you sound we, different. We can tell. We you can sound tell. different. What's your question for Yee, bro? Hey. Hey, man. Hey, yeah. I've been trying to inbox you for a while on Instagram, and I know you have, uh, got a lot of things to do. But, hey, I've been in the friend zone with this female for a while now, mm -hmm. right? And it's like she got an ex-boyfriend, and it's like I'm playing number two. It's like if he isn't around, then I'm around. And if I'm not around, he's around. And it's like I don't want to say I want to be stuck in the friend zone because it's like I lost a lot of respect for her in the last few years of, was being in the friends. Well, you've been doing this for years. Yeah, I understand that, but it's like, you know, I try to try to get out of that and it's like, you know, I got myself in the jam with you know, like her birthday was it, 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 around the corner and you know, I don't want to be like, hey, I'm not getting you nothing because of how you did this and how you did that or I don't want to be that Is this your, friend, okay, you know? so you're in the friend zone you consider this woman to be your friend uh-huh. But you have some benefits. No. So you're just her friend. So what's the problem? 
she set a double standard. Like, I can't do such a thing that she would do, but she feel like she can do it. You know, well, because like, you let her. I, if, I mean, I understand that, but I don't want to be the person that's... I don't want to be the Trav, person you can that, do whatever you want to do. Who can tell you what you can and can't do? I understand that. I do understand that. That's the decisions that. that you're making based off of what she wants. Yes. yes Sounds like true. she's lost respect for you. I mean, I understand that, but I don't think it's lost the respect because I feel like I just don't want to, you know, be that person that's just, you know, want to be there for somebody that don't feel like they're there for me, you know? Okay, like, so do you like her as more than a friend? I'm confused because you said y'all are just yeah, friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like her more than a friend, but it's like, it's nothing I can do. You know what's so crazy? This is my first time calling you guys, and I just got pulled over on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> well, so she doesn't like you, so that's what it is. Like, she considers you a friend. She knows you yeah. like her. It's great for her ego. You're, for years, have been willing to accept that, even though you've been pining away for her, but she's not interested in you. Doing good in yourself. Good, good. Uh, this is being stopped today. Uh, <laughs> uh, the, uh, the parking lot there. We had, uh, we had oh my God! And, uh, this guy's having a terrible. Let me talk to him. So, Can we talk got, to him? Let me talk to the officer. I'm a truck driver. I'm a truck driver. I stopped at the Comerica Bank and I pulled off because. No, that's fine. That's fine. I just got to verify. Like I said, the uh, the house right next door where you pulled out, we got a like a burglary alarm from there. It's oh. early in the morning. Offer him some donuts. So I just wanted to stop talking. Damn to you. it, man. Make sure good. This is Charlamagne from the Breakfast Club. He offered me to tell you he needs some donuts, but I, I didn't. I yo, yo, he bugging. <laughs> He's bugging. Whoa. Yeah. Hey, I'm sorry, but. Eh, He's had a name Yo, drive. I, I drive trucks for Office Depot. Okay. Yeah. Okay, what's in the bag? Uh, Office Depot equipment. Okay. I don't know if I'm more offended that he didn't want the donuts and he don't know who I am. <laughs> <laughs> he definitely don't know who you are. Trav. I'm sorry. It's just, it's just crazy. I'm actually on the phone with the radio right now. At, no, not the radio. Say the Breakfast Club. Ask him if you listen to the oh, Breakfast Club. He definitely Club. doesn't. He says you guys listen to the Breakfast Okay, okay. Hey, I, I'm asking you to hold on for a second. Okay. Okay. Before you open that, do you have any weapons or anything? No, no. Uh -oh. Stay on the phone. Trav, don't get arrested. <laughs> Trav, don't get oh, shot. Right okay. So I take it he doesn't listen to the Breakfast Club. No. Trav, this no, girl, he, he, this girl is ruining your life. Put <laughs> your palms together. There you go. I just want to make sure you have any weapons or anything dangerous. Then we'll open it up. Make sure you got your office equipment, like you said, and then we'll we'll go from there. Okay. I uh, actually got to deliver to the police station. I deliver to yeah. you guys every day. So. I understand. <laughs> say, say, I bring y'all y'all donuts every morning. I pray to God that he only has office equipment in the back of that truck. I just don't want you opening up the back here before yeah. you know, ready to do so. Trav, sound like they're illegally searching you. I wouldn't have <laughs> gave him permission to do it. Yeah, yeah, you shouldn't have gave him permission, Trav. Damn, Trav. That's, that's, it's, a, it's a weird week, man. It's, been a weird <laughs> week. it's really weird. <laughs> you think, Trav? Hey, Trav, don't God. listen to Charlamagne. Trav, Trav, you think? Yeah, you, you want to talk to him, Marcus? I'm really, literally He does not want to talk to us. Trav, I ain't gonna lie, you sound suspicious. Yeah, Trav. You, you sound like they just Trav, threw Trav on the ground. Trav, you don't have to open up your car. Okay. Okay, he just he's trying to let me go. I'm so sorry about that, you guys. I'm so sorry about you that. Sorry. Trav, I'm sorry. Goodness gracious. I just want to say, Trav, you're a very nice guy. You need to find you uh -huh. a woman that wants to be with you. I Trav, where are you calling from? And I, I'm calling from Detroit. And Charlamagne, I want to ask that. Ye and Envy is always in Detroit, but you never come. I be home. Listen, we need better promo and marketing in Detroit because these cops don't know us. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> you worried about Charlamagne not coming to Detroit? You about to get locked up, Trav. <laughs> Travis, I'll be in Detroit in a couple of weeks. <laughs> yeah, baby. We're going to find you a nice woman because there's no reason that you should be somebody's uh, 
not even choice. She doesn't. She just considers you a friend. She's using you. Yeah, I understand that. I understand that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Would she have bailed you out if you got arrested? Uh, yeah, but she's more like the type of person she wants to know what you did and what what happened. Well, of I'm course. Like, you guys can obviously. I mean, yeah, but she wanted to act like, you know, it was my fault I got pulled over. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm from the city and she's from the suburbs. Let's say it like that. She's not used to dealing with guys. She think I'm a regular hood, hood dude, but you know, I go to uh, work for a living. So where you like, from? The west? You uh, from the west side? I'm from Southwest. Down <laughs> River, River Rouge. <laughs> Shout out to Rouge, E-Course and Southwest. Trav, I don't want to give up the phone with you, bro. Cause I, cooperation, like I said, uh, that corner house there next to the bank, mm-hmm. uh, we had a burglary alarm there that I was on the way to. Mm-hmm. I got, I got the corner. Trav, so tell them listen to the Breakfast Club oh every God. morning. Trav just broke into a home. On okay, WJLB. Okay. Tell them listen to WJLB every morning, Trav. Come tell on. Tell them to turn on WJLB. Right. Tell them listen to the Breakfast Club. 97.9. <laughs> hey, uh, Charlamagne said to you listen to WJLB 97.9 in Detroit. Right now. The, the Breakfast right, Club. Now. Tell them listen right now. On. Okay. All right, you guys take care now. Bye. You take care. Bye, Trav. Oh, I'm my God. Trav is crazy. Trav <laughs> I love, will say, Charlamagne wants to know if you want a donut. Trav, I'm crazy. I don't live in Detroit, so I'm fine. <laughs> Drop one of the clues bombs for bre- uh, Breakfast Club listeners, damn it. The best. <laughs> the best. Nobody got better listeners He's than us. Nobody. All right? Nobody. I'd have dropped there's the phone. No, there's no radio show in the country who got better listeners than us. You're right. We Trav- don't have listeners. We have other members of the club. That's right. <laughs> the club, damn That's it. Stupid questions. Officer, would you like a donut? Charlemagne wants to know. What? Ask ye. 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice, hit ye now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee. Charlemagne the guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're in the middle of Ask Yee. What's your name, sir? Morning. My name's Devon Ortiz. Devon, I'm sorry. Can you take us off Bluetooth? It's, it's kind of hard to hear you, brother. Okay, hold one second. I apologize. No problem. There you go. Better. There you go. What's your question for ye, bro? My question is, I got a situation I'm dealing with. I'm 50 years old. I suffer from a lot of different mental issues, including bipolar. I have PTSD. I have depression. And I made a mistake and decided that to medicate myself because I can't afford the meds that they was trying to give me, and I can't afford mental health care. I was going to go and get myself some ecstasy to take care of my PTSD and my mental issues. Well, on the way back, I'm going to cop a boat batch of ecstasy. I got arrested for trafficking. Long story short. I plan on committing suicide the day before my sentencing. Why? Why? I, I, because I can't afford the attorney that they want. They, the, 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 the attorney that I need to keep me out of the penitentiary is going to cost me more than I can afford. And if I walk in there with a public defender, they told me when I went to court yesterday, day before yesterday, that I was looking at 28 and a half years. I'm 50 years old and I've already done 17 incarcerated. I've written 11 books. I've done my thing out there, and I think I'm a good man. But 28 years is too much for a mistake, and I don't have 28 years left in me. I don't. I, not to not to give these people. I don't. And so I've decided that I'm going to take control of my own demise, and the day before sentencing, I want to commit suicide. I'm not asking for anybody to talk me out of it. I need somebody to help me accept this. Okay, we're definitely not going to help you accept this. You need to pass them off to a professional. I don't know what else to do. And I really, when I called the first time, I couldn't believe I got through. And then I hung up. All right, so... The second lady I spoke to, but then I said, no, let me call back and see what they got to say. Well, Divine, what we are going to do, because I feel like this is something that requires professional help, and I do have Dr. Kendall Jasper on my speed dial, so hold on the line. We're going to get you his information. 
And we're going to connect you guys. Uh, we're going to get your information, and we're going to have Dr. Kendall Jasper reached out to you because, like you said, you are suffering from mental issues. You do have PTSD. There's a lot of things going on for you. I'm trying to reach out to Charlemagne on the gram for the longest, but he don't answer the gram, I guess. I don't, be on, I don't do my DMs on it. I don't do DMs. I, I think you have somebody, I, I somebody handling your loans. Yeah, I, I would give you the same advice that Angela E's giving you, my brother. I would pass you off to a professional, man. You know what I'm saying? The only thing I would tell you well, is that... I, I, I reached out to you because I know you deal with a lot of the same issues I deal with. Yes, and, 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 I I go to and I go to therapy every Friday, my brother. I go to therapy every Friday because some things are just too much for you one person to handle. I finally went yesterday. Did you tell him about what you're, go did you tell him what you're going through? I did. And what did he say? And he told me stop putting negativity in the air. He said don't don't think like you're not going to handle your business. Think like you are. I'm going to put this past us. That's great advice. I mean, I mean it is. And, and it's and it's only been know. one session that you've had so far. Yeah, stay with no, it, bro. No, I, I was having sessions with him, and then when I started dealing with my legal issues, I stopped going. What um, would make What would make you not want to commit suicide, my brother? I mean, I, I'm not trying to do 28 and a half years, Charlamagne. So that's done? But you like, know, you have not been, first of all, you have not been sentenced. No, but that's what they're going to give me because of my criminal history. You don't know for sure that that's what they're going to give yeah, you. Yeah, why you don't you get an attorney and fight? This is you preparing the attorney, for the worst. So. He's going to have a, yes, he can't afford to pay the attorney that he wants to get. There's no payment plan or anything that you could work out? No. No. They, um, as, I mean, Charlemagne, you know a little something about the legal system. You know you can't walk into certain cases with a public defender. No, and that's why I'm explaining. I'm trying to explain. No. I'm trying to understand. Like, is there any way you can work out like a payment plan with an attorney? Yeah, that's what I just. You can't work out we, a payment yeah, plan. You I, can't put I have, the attorney that I'm dealing with is the best attorney in the area. He used to be the the district attorney, okay. so he can get me what I need. Okay, but I can't get him what he needs. Where you calling from? Where you from, I can't bro? Get him that bread. I'm calling from Fayetteville, North Carolina. Oh, North Carolina. Well, should, and I'm a publisher. Well, why don't you let him know your financial situation and let him put you on some type of payment plan or something? Like, I just can't see you give up on on life that easy, my brother. Not I, it, seem, it seems to me finding a solution is what you need to do. And the solution for you is to figure out how can I get this attorney that's going to help me get out of this situation, whatever it is that I have to do to get that money together or work out a plan so that he knows he'll get his money is what you need to, to work on making happen. Yes, ma'am, indeed. That's, that's been the foremost thing on my mind for the longest. Well, why, why don't you hold on, brother? Yeah, We're we, we going to connect on, you brother. with, don't hang up. with gonna, Dr. Jasper. With Dr. Jasper, who's a professional, a mental health professional. And then we can continue some conversations later. But Jesus Christ. Oh, my goodness. All right. All let's right. make sure we have his information. Then that's the number that he wants to. My okay. God, All you, right. We got, we got, you got, you, you got to know when things are above your pay grade. That's above my yeah, pay grade. Way above mine. Ask ye, 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice, hit ye now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Everybody, it's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're in the middle of Ask Yee. Hello, who's this? Edgar, you there? Oh, uh, yeah. Hello. Hey, Edgar. How Hi, are Edgar. You doing? I'm good. You? I'm doing great. Uh, what's your question for Yee? So, I was dating this girl for Ooh. a few weeks, right? Mm hmm. And uh, I, I was, I'm always here wasting my money and stuff, buying her nice things about her, nice flowers, flowers, anything she wants, right? And, uh, so a few like oh, two weeks back, I'm I'm over here texting her, you know. Then I call her, say, "Hey, look, baby, um, I want to have something with you." She's like, "Nah, I, I gotta be straight with you. I, I've been dating this guy for two years, you know, he's 18 and stuff." I'm like, "What?" And I'm saying that's not even legal. And she over here like, "I don't give a crap." And like, yeah, I don't know what to do now. 
I mean, there's nothing you can do. She's with somebody else. Damn. And you bought her something? You bought her some things? Yeah, yeah. He was being yeah. a nice guy. Yeah, I wasted, I wasted my money on her. Listen, we're always money you know, in relationships that uh-huh. don't work out. What did okay? you buy her? Flowers. No, I bought her, yeah, I bought her flowers. bought her a, a few blouses. Well, I will say this, Edgar. You never buy people things <laughs> as a gift intending to get something back. So you buy things out of the goodness of your heart in that moment. And looks like you found out some valuable information. At least she didn't lie to you. I mean, when I actually said she was single, it was at that last moment that she said, I'm dating somebody. And that makes it worse. Right. She's dating somebody, but you weren't her man ever. Yeah. And thing is, like... It's not even legal because she's 16 and the guy she's dating is 18. How old are you? Are you going to snitch? I'm 16. Oh. You said it's not even legal. It's not even legal. (laughs) It's a fact. You're right. It's not legal. You should get your blouses back, though. No. It depends on what state, too. You guys are very young right now. And so, you know, the fact that you dated somebody, you went out of your way, you bought her some things, that's a lesson learned that wasn't your girlfriend. So buying somebody flowers when you're courting them is really nice, but maybe you went a little overboard. With the blouses. With the blouses. Yeah. Yeah. Buy her a shirt next time, okay? It's cheaper. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, no. listen, you do nice things for people because you want to do them, not because I expect to get this in return or I want this from you. You buy somebody something out of the goodness of your heart. Unfortunately, things didn't work out. Chalk it up as a loss and move on. There's nothing you could do about it. You can't dwell on the money that you spent and lost. Yeah, I mean, we still friends. You know, we don't talk much now, but... Yeah. I moved on. Yeah. Does it hurt when she wears those blouses? 16-year-old <laughs> trick. Uh, like, when I see her with that, uh, I, I bought her a pink loose blouse, and I saw it there. I, I was like... From where? Uh, Fashion Nova? Did this come from Fashion Nova or Rainbow? <laughs> Fashion Nova or Rainbow? Um, one near my house here in Bar A Rainbow? Yeah. Yeah, I know the struggle, okay. bro. Oh. When I was 16 years old, that's all I could do, too, man. Oh. I remember buying stuff from out of Rainbow, and then um, I upgraded my game to Charlotte's Roofs. You know what I'm saying? When I got about 17, 18, got a couple more jobs. I ain't go front you know? Well, Edgar, listen, I think you got to continue being the sweet person that you are, and hopefully the right woman will come along, but maybe just reserve those rainbow blouses for <laughs> when you're actually in a relationship. In the meantime, nothing wrong with buying some flowers and courting a woman and continue to be sweet. And don't listen to these rappers thinking that you can just trick and buy a woman something and then she owe you something because she really doesn't, especially if it comes from rainbow. Yeah. <laughs> but All right. Edgar, I'm not going to yeah. front. If you see her go on a date with your rainbow blouse with the other guy... I might want to snitch, man, because he, he, I might call the police on him. You don't got to snitch. Just walk up to her just walk up to her and grab that little piece of thread that's hanging from the shirt and start pulling it. The whole thing will start to come off. All right? <laughs> okay? Yeah. All right, Edgar. Good luck, man. All right, take care. <laughs> Poor Edgar, man. I know that struggle, bro. You need to do a GoFundMe for Edgar to get his money back for them blouses, bro. All right, we got more coming up next. We're The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. All right, you got a positive note? Yes, the positive note is all blame is a waste of time. No matter how much fault you find with another, and regardless of how much you blame them, it will not change you. The only thing blame does is to keep the focus off you when you are looking for external reasons to explain your unhappiness or frustration. You may succeed in making another feel guilty about something by blaming them, but you won't succeed in changing whatever it is about you that is making you unhappy. That's from Wayne. That's from Dr. Wayne W. Dyer. 
Breakfast Club, bitches. You all finished or y'all done?